0: Tonight on the show, the girls discuss zombies in the 50s. Hillary's obsession with Carrie Ann Moss and how Billy Connolly can get it alive or dead. The movie is Fido. This is Manic Movie Monday. All right, let's do this. I cannot believe that we decided to do this movie because I had never even heard of Fido before you came along. So, tell me, tell me what your background is with this movie. Which is what we're discussing today. A zombie movie called Fido. Okay. So
1: I saw Fido when it came out, I guess. Oh, wow. I don't, I think I was, you know, strolling Blockbuster. That's how Mm -hmm. old I am. Yeah. (laughs) And just like, you know, looking through the $5 bin of movies Uh and came across it and was just like, oh, a zombie comedy. Okay, let's check it out. And fell in love with this movie I thought it was so brilliant and so pretty and like the comedy was good and like the love story doesn't make me want to like put a bullet in my head and like you know zombies aren't for everybody which I found out apparently you don't like zombie movies
0: yeah that's funny that you should mention that because my least favorite type of horror is is zombie movies I like I I really loved the um, the dawn of the dead remake that came out and but I think a lot of the reason I love it is because of the soundtrack and i love um, return of the living dead because mm-hmm. you know linnea but uh, otherwise i'm i am not a zombie movie fan i fucking hate the walking dead and i i am the i am not the demographic for this film however <laughs> you introduced me to this and after watching this on Tubi, i was just floored i was floored at yes exactly the cinematography of it the way that it looks the way that it's photographed the art direction the acting the performances um it, there's so much to love about this movie and that's what was really funny about it was i was like oh my god it's a zombie movie and i thought it was about i literally thought it was about a zombie dog like was- <laughs> yep yeah. yeah no
1: the name Fido. Initially, when I would tell people about this movie, and I would get like the blank stare, people would just say like "Zombie Doc, and I would be like, "No, it's a zombie comedy," and people would just go, "Oh, like Shaun of the Dead,"
0: and I'm like, "Oh, oh.
1: Lord," and I'm like, "They can make more than one, right?" And like, if you don't like British humor, then right, you don't love
0: Shaun of the Dead, and that's the thing. I do enjoy Shaun of the Dead, and I enjoyed World's End, and I like anything that um Edward. I'm going to go to fucking hell for not knowing his name, but... um Eddie. Ed, you no, know, yeah. just Eddie. So anyway, the, the person who directed Shaun of the Dead and created all of those movies, including Hot Fuzz, right, I know all of it. Edward Wright, thank you. Um, Like, all of his movies I love because, yes, I do enjoy British humor. I really enjoy that. I love his usage of music in those movies. Those soundtracks are fucking fire. So, yeah, I have a reason to love those movies that has nothing to do with zombies, but... Ordinarily, like I said, as a rule, I'm like, "Eh, zombies, you know, and I've tried to, I've even I've tried to do the Italian zombie thing. Like I've tried to do Fulci and I've tried to do a lot of that other stuff. It's okay. You know, it's not really my thing. I'm a, you know, slice and dice person at heart I think so (laughs) yeah you like the uh sex picade slaughterhouse I do I really do I love it I love that stuff I love I love movies where where women are being stalked by (laughs) by by a faceless slasher with like a sharp object yeah any sort of
1: phallic (laughs) sharp object just putting more holes in women exactly and if it's
0: (laughs) And if it's, if it's shot in Italy, all yeah. the better, right? All the better. So uh, this movie has an amazing cast, okay? Yeah. And I knew nothing about this cast before I started watching it. So my question to you is, did you recognize any of the actors? Did you know any of the actors or anything like that?
1: Well, Carrie Ann Moss, obviously, mom, you know, the, the, she's Trinity. Right. Uh, like, she's absolutely gorgeous. And then, like, you know, Fido, played by Billy Conley, who has zero lines in this entire movie and nails it out of the park with just, like, facial, like, you know, cues and, like, the right grunts and everything. He is hysterical with having zero words. And I totally recognize the dad. He is somebody. And uh, Jack Bottoms is totally
0: somebody as well. Okay. (laughs) you said that okay no so so the dad the dad is dylan baker dylan baker has a yeah you know, like an insane career he's been around for a very long time as a character actor um but one of the things i noticed is um he always seems to play these like just like n- sort of sort of annoying white guy roles yeah and um never never so evident as he did in this movie called Happiness where he plays a fucking like dad who's also uh, a pedophile have ha- you seen happiness happiness
1: will destroy you in not even like the best
0: way possible. No. No.
1: <clears throat> Happiness is in like probably my top 5 disturbing fucking movies of all time.
0: I'm really glad you said that. I was really afraid you were going to be like, "Yeah, Todd Solondz is fabulous." And no. I'd be like, "No, I can't cuz I can't I can't do it, man." And the man is Dylan Baker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's where I know him from. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: That's right, Dylan Baker. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, so a lot of people are obviously have been exposed to her through uh, The Matrix. In Mm -hmm. fact, I think that's where everyone knows her from. I knew her as she was the co-star of a show that came out in the 90s called Dark Justice, which was about a guy who was a judge by day and a vigilante by night and she played his receptionist who kind of suspected that he was like a somewhat of a superhero but couldn't quite put her finger on it she of course was madly in love with him and he never knew she existed that kind of thing anyway that was carrie ann moss and um billy Connolly. oh god i mean we could do an entire show on billy Connolly. where did you know him from other than this movie
1: um I feel like I have seen like stand-up bingo with him yes okay I was like I, I feel I feel a little put on the spot Aaron this is not
0: what I do here what well, kind of <laughs> I figure so I kind of figured you knew him from boondock saints which a lot of oh, people yeah. know him from boondock saints. yes okay yes he
1: is in boondock saints sorry I panicked No, that's, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay Aaron is the deep diver I just show up and I get to watch movies Um,
0: she's not wrong.
1: Yeah, no, none of that (laughs) is wrong. So yeah, no, he's in boondock scenes. But no, what I remembered him from was stand up, which is so much swearing, and just thinking he was so brilliant. And while I'm watching Fido, and he just has to act with his face, no swearing, no nothing. And totally knowing what he is trying to convey. As a, as a zombie, like, blew my mind for his acting range.
0: Absolutely. Is, and, it's crazy. And when we do our behind-the-scenes, we'll talk about, like, how Billy Connolly got this role or wanted to get this role or whatever. But, yes, your exposure to him is the same as mine because I think we're both 80s babies. Yeah. And I remember seeing him do, yes, absolutely filthy stand-up in his beautiful Scottish accent and he had that beard and that long hair and he, you know, he was always really awesome. And um, I learned recently that he has been sober since 1985. Oh my God. Right? So he has, you know, he's that going for him, obviously, but he has done so much, whether it's standup, whether it's acting, apparently he's an accomplished musician, which I guess used to be, <laughs> which used to be incorporated. <laughs> Murphy says hi. (laughs) Our bloopers reel is literally just going to be Murphy barking at random shit. Um, So anyway, back to Billy Connolly. So yes, accomplished stand-up act, actor, uh, apparently has been on more British talk shows than I think any other guest in history. Really? I mean, Graham Norton show, that yeah. would makes it. Yeah, no, we right. would do
1: really, really well on Graham, Graham Norton's Norton show. Yeah, for sure. First of all, I love that you know who Graham Norton is. Well, yeah, I mean, I have Facebook and the Tiki Talks, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that TikTok thing. Yeah. Oh, the book of face. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got Dylan Baker. We got Billy Connolly. We've got the lovely Carrie Ann Moss, Tim Blake Nelson, who plays Mr. Theopolis. Oh, he's the, a person—the the creepy, the 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 creepy, but also kind of a genius neighbor, he, right? He of, was enchanting. He was as creepy in, as it is. Yeah, kinda, yeah. I kind of—I found myself strangely attracted to him. I yeah. really was, and, and I felt really bad about it too, especially when I found that he has a zombie fuck toy. And we're going to yeah. get to that when we get into the plot of this movie, <laughs> by the way. So, um, anyway, he's played by Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson is super famous because he was in "Oh Brother, Where Out Thou," and he's been in a couple of uh, Guillermo del Toro. Movies and stuff like that, but he's a—he's actually a really brilliant actor from Oklahoma. Really good. Probably does a lot of stage and theater that I don't know about that I'll probably have to cut out later. And I think that's pretty much it. The kid in this movie I thought looked familiar, but he's not. He's the only familiar. <laughs> he is a Vancouver uh, actor, and um, and and is very well known in the Canadian film and television world, just not our world. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well. Good job. Great, Great job. Tim- Timmy. Alright. Yeah, Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. Great. So, if we had to describe the plot of this movie, I guess I would say that it takes place in the 1950s. Yep. In a world where uh, Space Dust has turned the dead into the undead, i.e. zombies, and a new company has come forward called Zomcom. Mm-hmm. Zomcom has figured out that if you uh, shoot some, if you shoot them in the brain, that they're dead, dead. Yeah. And, but that if you put a special collar around their neck, they become as domesticated as a family pet.
1: Yeah, it's a little nod to the BDSM world. I feel
0: very much so. <laughs> Very, very much so. You're colored, uh, now submit. That's okay. right. That's right. <laughs> so now you have this 1950s aesthetic surrounded by all of these domesticated zombies who are doing things like delivering milk or the paper or being basically housemaids to people. Or in the case of Mr. Theopolis, who lives next door, uh, a zombie fuck toy. Mm-hmm.
1: I love the line in the beginning of the movie when they're showing the schoolroom, you know, the Zomcom commercial, and it says, we can become productive productive members of society, even after death. Beautiful. And I was like, oh, it's a capitalist dream.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) amazing. Oh, and Zomcom also offers a special funeral if you want to be like dead, dead forever. And that is a... Head box. Yeah. Head box? A head box. Head box funeral where if you cut off your head, yeah. you can bury the head. You cannot come back you to life. You will not you're, you're dead. So the movie starts and we're treated to one of those old 1950s propaganda films. Yeah. Except that it is about how they have domesticated these zombies um after what they refer to as the zombie wars. Mm-hmm. And um, all these kids are in class, including these two dressed up as what looks like Boy Scouts. But in fact, they are ZOMCOM cadets. Oh,
1: yeah. ZOMCOM cadets. Right. right.
0: And they are, you know, dicky to everyone in the class and everything like that. And they want to be let it let it be known that they are, you know, they are they're ZOMCOM cadets and and they excel in their studies. Of, of zombies. So the head of ZomCom comes to speak to the class and asks the kids questions, you know, and, oh, how many of you have had, ever, ever had to kill a zombie? And only two of them raise their hands. And he's like, well, I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a kid in the back of the class named Timmy. Yeah. Timmy decides to ask a question, which is, are zombies alive or dead? Yeah. No, Zimby. Yep, Zimmy. <laughs> <laughs> nope
1: that is also not his name. scratch that yeah <laughs> uh, timmy was like the most thoughtful character like really thinking about you know what we're doing are zombies alive or dead do zombies have feelings like just really very aware of the world especially at his age like seeing i don't think he remembers a world when zombies weren't and yet he's like dreaming of that almost of just like you know should zombies have freedom and are zombies people kind of you know again these zombies if you take their collar off they are going to eat your face they are right they are dangerous you know and yet timmy it still has like love for them kind of thing
0: yeah it's really interesting because timmy is sort of the um the the voice of dissent yeah in a lot of ways because he's asking these questions of like you know well well do they feel pain and are they able to feel love and you know why are we treating them this way and which is really interesting because i'm sure that this movie has a much deeper message that you and i are getting at this point um and i'm sure someone's written an essay about it uh, you could probably write a whole dissertation on on the complexities of the script. Uh, but
1: see, it reminded me of like uh, segregation.
0: Keep them in their place. Yeah, keep them in their place. Um, oh, those there those are those, those are um, privileges for uh, the living, yeah. not the undead. Yeah, like, the types of language that this that is used in this film could very well be interchangeable. With other subjects, so yes. to speak. So, uh, Timmy goes home and we meet Timmy's parents, played by the lovely Miss Carrie Ann Moss as his mom in an incredibly adorable Donna Reed-esque outfit. And her fa- uh, his father, who's played by Dylan Baker, who's just a creepy white guy. And it becomes really evident that zombies and owning a zombie his is a status. status Mm -hmm. is a sign of status because when her husband gets home, the carrie Ann Moss character decides that she uh, is going to surprise him. And I kind of thought, honestly, I thought she was going to surprise him with something sexual, and then I realized that the the kid was in the room. Right. So thank God she didn't do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because she kind of, like, takes his hand, and I'm like, oh, shit, are we going to – okay, cool. There's horny housewives in the 50s. But no, she takes his hand and leads him to the other room, and presents him with their new zombie because quote we don't want to be the only one on the block block without without one one. yeah wow yeah i met
1: the new neighbors they have six zombies and what was i supposed to do when she asked how many we had and i mean wow so
0: so we meet the zombie played by billy Connolly and um at this point he's just trying to, you know, serve them roast. Yeah. And uh clean up clean up things that he spills and he Well, just... Dad
1: breaks the glass yeah. when he walks in cuz apparently Dad is terrified
0: of zombies. Right. And yeah. so, so we learn in the movie that Dad has a history with zombies because he had to kill his dad, who turned into a zombie. Yes, exactly. So Dylan Baker is uh, just kind of a pussy in this movie, really.
1: Well, I feel like has trauma, is a better <laughs> way.
0: You know, like,
1: he did have to kill his dad. Like, we can cut him the smallest amount of slack for that.
0: Welcome to Point Counterpoint. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pussy. He's well, a pussy. Well, yeah. maybe he has trauma. So. So Dylan Baker is uh, adamantly against this idea. He does not want a zombie in the house. And she convinces him that they have to have a zombie. It's a status thing. The zombie's going to be helpful. It'll be a good thing to have a zombie.
1: And the guy from Zomcom lives next door. Yeah, bought the house next door. So we're going to be even safer now. You know, like nothing can go wrong here.
0: Exactly. So the zombie and our little boy, Timmy, Uh, which I'm sure is a nod to Lassie. Oh,
1: yeah, no, he he turns into Lassie. Yeah, he
0: turns in because Fido basically turns into Lassie. Okay, so how Fido gets Fido's name is the zombie, Billy Connolly and him go over to uh, the park, and um, there's an old lady there named Mrs. Henderson, who's also kind of a cunt.
1: Yeah, the neighborhood nosy, busybody who just all around is just like not enjoyable, you know.
0: Yeah. Just an evil person in general. She is sitting on a park bench uh, basically judging other people. I think she does she have binoculars? Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's judging other people through her binoculars and uh she sees she sees Billy Connolly's character and she grabs her walker and starts to choke him and that like malfunctions his um his his puppy collar, okay? yeah. Malfunctions his puppy collar and turns him back into a flesh-eating zombie, of yeah. which he eats her. Yeah. <laughs> so the bullies come and visit, they they're in the park and they see that all of this is going on because what they're doing is throwing they're actually shooting BBs at different pieces of metal on the floor to get the zombies that have already been domesticated who are picking up trash to um Kind of malfunction, basically. He's getting their their the zombies are becoming confused, and these little two shits have decided that this is hilarious, and they're just going to do this, basically. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and then Mrs. Henderson gets killed, and then the the two boys confront the zombie, and the zombie th- throws. Them. <laughs> so, meanwhile, <clears throat> he decides he's going to call. Um, Timmy decides he's going to call his zombie Fido. Yeah. Like a dog.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. They were playing fetch. They are playing fetch. Yeah. Well, they were playing catch, but the zombies can't catch. So right. then it turned into fetch and the ball and hey. Come here, boy. Yeah. Go get here, it, boy. boy. Yeah. So that's when he becomes Fido and then Timmy turns the collar back on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and they like just go home kind of panicked.
0: Yeah, so they go home kind of panicked because basically Fido has killed has killed Mrs. Henderson, and he knows that if uh, if Fido has killed anyone, it means Fido will be sent back. Yeah. And Fido will be sent to a place called.
1: Uh, well, first he has to go to the factory, but then he would be put into the wild zone.
0: The wild zone, I guess, is a just a free-for-all of zombies that never obeyed. Yeah,
1: no, they could not be domesticated, they couldn't be broken, so it almost seems like, you know, their little town is, you know, like a prison of sorts, but... And then, you know, it leaves me with supply and demand questions, but anyway, so... They are encased in this town and the zombies are, that are free roaming zombies if you will are just on the outside and like you do not want to get sent there you you can't survive
0: right exactly so yeah they don't they don't want Fido to get sent away so he keeps the secret and meanwhile Helen is not happy in her marriage. yeah um because Dylan Baker is just a scared white guy who likes to golf.
1: Yeah, a lot. Yep. He, he is a golfer and he's not really a good dad. You know, that's why like Timmy's really forming like a bond with a zombie and, you know, he's not at home. I you know, he's doing the provider thing, but that's really all he's doing.
0: Absolutely. Not an emotionally, uh, not an emo, not, not an emotionally evolved character at all. So Helen develops this kind of um flirtation if you will mm-hmm. with Fido and what's great about this role is like I said Billy Connolly has absolutely no lines he completely has to like what the fuck is the word I'm gonna convey try to use? thank you yeah. god you're so good okay yeah. mm-hmm. yes he has to convey all of his emotions his actions, everything through his eyes, yeah. through his face, yeah. through his facial expressions, through his grunts and groans. Yeah. And and does such an amazing job with it. I mean, like he flat out seduces Carrie Ann Moss with his eyes. Yeah,
1: no. Their whole flirty thing, you know. Carrie Ann Moss comes home and she wants to dance with her husband. Uh, You know, we're just going to skip ahead to that part. Mm -hmm. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, our our show, we're pretty much going to skip around anyway. So, you know, try to watch this movie on Tubi if you can.
1: (laughs) So, you know, there are zombies now because Miss Henderson got bit. So that's happening in the background. And then for Carrie Ann Moss comes home. She wants to dance with her husband. He just, like, will not have it. And so she is just rubbing all over Billy Conley, Fido. And, you know. I like he goes up and like goes to bed and like the total like cuck, you know whatever, and then you know grabs a remote to be like, no, I'm the man in charge, and like start zapping, uh, Fido.
0: Right, he zaps Fido basically to tell him like, hey, you know you're my you're you're my servant, yeah, and I can do whatever I want with you, and I can control you, and yeah, he's it's just oh ugh, ugh, god, it's funny about this movie because. This movie is one of the only movies that sort of lets you know that the zombies are not the bad guys in this movie.
1: Yeah, no, this. I mean, yes, they want to kill and eat you, but you know, it's in their nature. Exactly.
0: <laughs> As the mom puts it, it's not their fault. It's in their nature. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And they can't help it, which I thought was really interesting. So then, oh, those two little shits decide... That they are going to kidnap Fido and Timmy and tie them to a tree. And then they are going to... Take Fido's collar off.
1: Right. So then this way they can kill the zombie who's like loose and crazy and ate Mrs. Henderson. And, you know, they're going to shoot him just in the nick of time. And so they let him go and, you know, he goes, he eats the fat bully first and... (laughs) The kid, you know, has the gun out and he horrible shot. We're talking 10 feet and like he can't, you know, get it off.
0: And shoots his friend. Oh, oh, that's right. Because right. he shoots the, so, so, so to backtrack a little bit. So the. the yeah, the I'm wrong. Skinnier, totally. No. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the kids is going to shoot the zombie and unfortunately ends up shooting his friend instead. So he kills him. Yeah. And then does he get eaten? And then, he doesn't get eaten. The The one who uh, accidentally shoots, um, or accidentally tries to shoot someone, gets bit. He gets bitten. Okay, all right. So, and then they throw him in a in cabin, in the shed, or yeah. the shed mm-hmm. and then and then Mom comes along and finds out that... Um, well, because then
1: that's when he turns into Lassie, because he right. can't do the knots to untie Timmy. Right. So, Fido walks all the way back home and is like... Uh, He's right. like, what? Well, where's Timmy? Right. Timmy's is, hurt. Is Timmy trapped in a well? Yeah. Yeah. And takes mom. Ma- and then mom, I know apparently you don't like this show, but mom turns into Carol from The Walking Dead. So anybody that does like the show totally gets that reference. And it's like, you know, just look at the flowers and just walks up, pulls like a 22 out of her purse, you know. Shoots Shoot, the kid. Shoots the kid in the back of the head, and then
0: like you know, was and off. then sets him on fire. Yeah,
1: and was just like, "We're not going to talk about this." And That's I was right. Like,
0: Woo, mom. And says, "Yeah, exactly." And says, "What we did was not wrong. We are, we are going to be okay. We are not going to talk about this again."
1: Yeah. Just you know, I, I never mind. Mm. No, I. <laughs> Did you just forget what you were going to say? Or were you like, no, I don't want to say
0: that? Yeah.
1: No, 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 I'll totally say it. My brain was like, oh. And (laughs) then, nope,
0: gone. Gone. Uh, Welcome to our 40s. Okay. So, uh, meanwhile, we have Tim Blake Nelson plays Mr. Theopolis, who lives next door. And Mr. Theopolis has, for lack of a better word, a fuck toy zombie named Tammy. Yep. And he tells the story of how. He got Tammy. Yeah. And that is problematic as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Because he says, and I quote, she was shopping for candy with her parents when she got turned. They slapped a collar on her and basically she didn't get the wear and tear of of the decomposition Decomposition. of, of zombies. Yeah. However, given the fact that she was shopping for candy with her parents in the 50s, One might be led to think that she is, in fact, unbelievably underage.
1: She might be, but I choose to believe that she is an 18-year-old, just had a brain aneurysm, and was able to, you know, die peacefully with her parents. And then why he got, like, top-line draw of sex robot zombie... Right. Like he seems like he is somebody in that town without you knowing. Right,
0: right, exactly. And we're led and then we find out that Mr. Theopolis uh, used to work for ZomCon. And so he is able to I guess he had his pick a pick the of letter, a litter, yeah. you know, and, and so that's how he got his sex toy zombie. Tammy. <clears throat> so
1: Who he constantly tells throughout the movie not the teeth, Tammy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not the teeth when when her teeth start, you know, uncontrollably chattering. Yes. Mr. Theopolis says things like not the teeth, Tammy. Uh so this movie is definitely an R. Yeah. Uh, what what's funny is that there's no there's no nudity in this film. There's no. no sex in this film. There's very little bad language in this film. Yes. And it, it's almost a PG. It's almost like a hard PG-13.
1: Yeah, I really don't get why it's really rated. I mean there is some gore when like the zombies
0: attack but it to me it is not like gore. No it's not The Walking Dead, Return of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, any of the deaths. Like yeah. it, it, it really is fairly tame. Karen Ann Moss finds out, well I mean she's actually known throughout the entire film that she is in fact pregnant yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're led to believe, like we're trying to like figure this out because I'm like well I mean if Dylan Baker doesn't want to fuck you like when did you get pregnant? Oh, and they have um they have twin beds. They do. I loved
1: the twin beds. I love that whole scene. You see her getting bigger, she's like cupping her stomach, like the whole thing, and dad just doesn't fucking notice.
0: He just says, Um, I think you Oh, he's just like, you gaining weight just gaining weight.
1: Yeah. And just, then when she tells him like, no, I'm pregnant, his first thought is, I can't afford another funeral on my salary.
0: Yes, yes. Because one of the things that dad has decided to do is put money away so that all of the members of the family will get proper head casket burials. So none of them will become zombies. But, now that Fido is in their lives, mother and son have decided, yeah, you want to go full zombie.
1: I love the funerals though because they they show like two of them in the movie and I mean it is the priest like you know with the I mean he looks like the Pope like oh, yeah. how you picture the Pope dressing and it's this thing and the head box comes out the whole thing, fa- you know, normal funeral and then they just toss the head box into the ground. You hear it thump and then it's just like walk
0: away. That's right.
1: Business I... as usual love the funerals that they do in this movie it cracks me up every time I hear that thud.
0: Fantastic so Fido eventually is found out they figure out that uh, the Zomcom head figures out that Fido is the one who killed Mrs. Henderson um, because eventually they're able to recover parts of her body and so they send Fido to the factory to work in the factory And Timmy wants to go rescue him. So he gets the help of Mr. Theophilus uh, next door and Tammy uh, to go to Zomcom under the guise of wanting to have his sex robot or sex zombie service. Yeah, upgraded.
1: Yeah, Uh, Tammy needs an upgrade, whatever he needs her to do now. But, like, when they're standing in line, the fact that the plan. And, you know, there's a line of people with their zombies waiting for whatever new zombie update has come out. It was like the iPhone store around Christmas. (laughs) And it was like, you know what we're going to do, though? We're going to let loose a zombie around all these humans who do want to kill you and eat your face this is the plan so we can go and rescue right i was just like there was no better
0: plan on the table like the the actual plan is to cause a distraction but the distraction is just a zombie demolishing (laughs) a group of humans that's what it is yeah for
1: you know one and i go listen I'm. I get it. We're on the you know zombie or people two trains. You know, Fido's one of the family. I totally am down with that. I really feel like this plan needed a whole lot more work and dedication rather than just putting everyone in town at jeopardy.
0: And then something happens. Okay, so so obviously there's this zombie. You know. Crazy breakdown, and then someone shoots Tammy accidentally. Yeah, and Mr. Theopolis goes, That's my Tammy, you knucklehead, and grabs him. So we think Tammy is dead, but Tammy shows up later on and she's just fine, which that is a thinker.
1: Well, it didn't go through her skull, it wings the top of her head. It was way too close for comfort.
0: How did you figure that out? How did you figure that out? You can see the the wound in the neck.
1: uh, shot okay. is just and i why i'm <clears throat> pointing at my head over
0: and over again right right <laughs> once again we are not a video podcast yeah. but yeah, maybe like, we should be so no, people could see that no you know what's funny though is that people have asked me recently like they've been like um either either people who have been are going to become guests mm-hmm. have said like oh like what do i wear and what do you want me to do and i'm like It is strictly an audio podcast. Yeah. I don't dress like anything. I I said, for the most part, the look I've cultivated is, you know, co-captain of a woman's softball team. Mm -hmm. I don't have any other look. And so you can wear whatever the hell you want. And don't worry about it because trust me, we ain't going to see anything. Uh, and then I have had people be like, why aren't you guys on YouTube? And I was like, no, absolutely not. You don't think the people want to see us in this queen size bed
1: in our right? And then we can just, <laughs> just call it like
0: in bed with Hillary and Aaron.
1: <laughs> I feel like we would get more of a following until I don't they think actually we would. turned
0: it on. <laughs> no, it would be terrible. All right, back to the show. So, yeah. so, uh, so they do track Fido down. In the factory, and the head of ZomCom tries to kidnap Timmy and throw him into the wild zone. Yeah, why was that
1: an appropriate fucking response?
0: I know. It's, it's, it comes like evident that like the, the head of ZomCom is, is really a dick.
1: Yeah, like every white man in that show is seriously Horrible. fucking twisted mm-hmm. to throw mm-hmm. a child. And you see all the free-roaming zombies, they are coming for him. Timmy's trying to grab the fence to try to get back into safety. And it's like, why he can't climb a fence is... Mm, mm, there's, mm, mm, like, what? Like you climbing. should know how to do that. But it was just like, yeah, no, this is totally fine. And then who shows up is Dad.
0: Right, so Dad has now learned and Helen has now learned that their son is missing. And uh, has gone to the factory to try to get Fido. So they decide they're going to go to the factory and try and save their child uh not really Fido, but just try to say try to save Timmy. They they go there to try to save Timmy. Which is a a good normal parental response, I think. Which they don't really have much of in this film, to be honest with you, because uh, you know, in the beginning of the film, when we meet the parents, the mother seems almost um embarrassed. Yeah,
1: very, very he doesn't have friends, nobody likes he tells her, Mom, you know, I got bullied and she was like, well, did anybody see your shirt is wrinkled? Uh Like that's what's important out of the story. Not that you got pushed down bullied tormented you know that this is happening to your kid and it was like but you know you you ripped your shirt like what are the neighbors gonna think and i was like oh mom
0: yeah absolutely so it's like she's she's not really a great character in the very beginning and then you have dad who just wants to go and golf with his buddy uh and doesn't and doesn't want to fuck his wife uh so not good parenting really but Towards the end of the movie, you know, there's this character arc where the mother becomes more sympathetic towards the zombie and more sympathetic towards her son and more Mm -hmm. of a, I want to fight for my kid, which, I mean, she should, she's a fucking parent. And then the father then becomes more of like, okay, I need to do the right thing. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I need to do the right thing and show up at this factory to save my son. Yeah,
1: no, no. All of a sudden, like, you know, he becomes, because he has, like, the one conversation where it's, you know, dad and son, you know, in the car, reminiscent of happiness.
0: (laughs) Sorry.
1: Sorry. So we went there. (laughs) And he gives Timmy, uh, you know, a pistol. And says, I know that you're not supposed to have one until you're 12. You know, now put it in your book bag with the bullets. Like, you know, you're going to be a man now, son. And he puts the gun in his book bag with the bullets. And Timmy goes to say something. And dad says, you know, they're just feelings, son. We get over those. Like, just... Exactly.
0: You just ignore them. Ignore yeah. what? Feelings. Yeah,
1: ignore the feelings and once dad kind of realizes like oh my kid is just gonna be a feeler you know (laughs) let me go just get him out of the zombie factory because you know i gotta keep my family together
0: so dad gets shot or dad gets did dad get eaten no, Dad get, does get
1: shot, but he gets shot by Jack Bottoms. That's right. Jack, w- Jack Bottoms shoots. He fights. fights a war veteran, and somehow they wind up wrestling on the ground. Like, this zombie military high-ranking official, and Mr. I've killed one zombie in my life, never been in a fight. I don't believe that. And they, I mean, they're scrapping for a minute. And I was just like, ooh, that doesn't say a lot about our military training in this movie. But yeah, no, they wind up wrestling on the floor and like the gun goes off and dad gets shot in the chest.
0: So so Jack Bottoms, i.e. the the head of Zomcom is played by Henry Zerny. I'm going with that. Cherny, maybe? Okay. Uh, and he is a Toronto, Ontario actor known for Mission Impossible, Clear and Present Danger, The Pink Panther. So yeah, he I've seen him in other stuff too. He's just like, one of those character actor guys that has been in a lot of different things. Yeah. A lot of war things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It looks like, uh, Oh, he was on Schitt's Creek. Uh, Quantico Rosewood. He just looks like he would have been on
1: Mad Men. Like that is his look, you know, he just, you know, always in the suit, very, you know, nice looking white guy, chiseled jawline. Yeah, and you just go, oh, you are, you know, the generic stand-in white guy from the 50s.
0: Apparently, also in both The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I never saw. What? And, no, I haven't seen it yet. And The Tudors. He was on the show The Tudors, which I watched just to watch John Reismeyer get naked. Anyway, um, so we're in the factory. Dad is dead. Fido is freed. We've killed Jack Bottoms. Yeah, Mom kills Jack Bottoms. Mom kills Jack Bottoms. Because she's Carol from The Walking Dead. Right, Carol from The Walking Dead. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Ann Moss kills the head of Mm Zomcom. And we fast forward to... Does it give us a time? 6 months later. Um well baby is born
1: and baby looks to be about 6 months old. So I, I you know 6 7 she she was very pregnant. Right. The, you know. Mm-hmm. So within a year later, you know, it's the neighborhood barbecue.
0: <laughs> neighborhood barbecue and uh Mr. Theopolis is back with his faithful fuck zombie yeah. uh Tammy. and Helen is now with uh, with Fido, basically, uh, in sort of a relationship involving lots of colorful shirts. Yeah. Because he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. He is. Or Tiki. Yeah. Tiki. Tiki Either shirt. One. Either yeah. one. And Timmy gets to hang out with the daughter of... We almost forgot about one of the best characters in this movie, and I apologize for this, but is um the daughter of the Zomcom people. Susie. Susie is really awesome she doesn't like to go to ballet she likes to shoot she's an amazing shot yeah so she's like this great marksman or markswoman whatever and she is instrumental in helping timmy get fido back
1: yeah no she she showed up and you know mom and mom are friends and mom you know told susie you need to be friends with timmy and timmy apologizes When Susie tells her, my mom told me that I need to be friends with you. And Timmy says, wow, you know, I'm sorry. And she was like, no, I I really don't mind. You know, like she is, she's a good egg with like no good eggs to really teach her to be a good egg so Mm -mm. i liked i didn't think i was going to when i was introduced to susie i expected to
0: hate her like yes my
1: dad is like zomcom head guy that's what i expected her to be your
0: zombie has to be on a leash you're gonna get into trouble
1: yeah, very much like that character. And then that is all the act for mom and dad and who she really is was like a cool fucking chick. And yeah. I was like, I
0: like that. We love that. All right, and then that's the end of the movie, man. Everybody's happy and everyone's living in zombies. Zombies and uh, and human alike have, have learned to live together. So it's a really cool movie. Um. If you like Pleasantville... Oh, yeah. And Crybaby. Right. I did... I got some Crybaby vibes from this movie. Yeah. To me, this was
1: Pleasantville meets Crybaby with, like, a little, you know, um, like, you know, I don't want to say keep saying Shaun of the
0: Dead, so... Because, see, it's almost not even really a zombie movie. No, there are just zombies in it. There's just zombies in it. I would call it, like, a dark comedy. Yeah, I could
1: go very dark comedy... Uh, you know, with, with zombies that are real zombies. Uh-huh. It's not like, oh, they're zombies, but, you know, they don't want to eat people. No, they want to fucking eat you. And right. I loved that. And, you know, Shaun of the Dead, Zombie Land, you know, I was doing like zombie comedies and just, you know, this is just like a, a different way to do a funny, really heartfelt zombie comedy.
0: All right. So things we loved about this movie. I absolutely love the soundtrack. I love the music because there's a lot of like 1950s like needle drops that Mm -hmm. I had never heard before or I had heard in passing. And as soon as I got off the the movie, I was like, oh, I'm going to download a lot of those songs because they're pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, lots of 50s tunes. I love the aesthetic. When Timmy goes back to the park to bury Mrs. Mm -hmm. Henderson and it's that blue lit shot of him attacking her with a fucking shovel. Like it's, you know, horrific, I guess, you know, I mean, (laughs) not really, but the way that that was shot, I mean, is just so beautiful. And the cars and the clothes and the, you know, women at the door with the martini and just, it was so pretty. While, like, what is happening behind the scenes, like, I loved it. would go to bed, you know, here's your martini, honey. And they would have this beautiful dinner, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, at night, like, these zombie comms are, like, going out killing zombies. The school teacher zombie with the basket. I cheered for her. I was like, yay! <laughs> I just think it's so pretty. And I don't feel like you say that with a lot of
0: zombie movies. No, absolutely not. I, I feel like the art direction was fantastic. I feel like the set was great. I, I feel the, the, the background was gorgeous. It was filmed in Canada. Of course. It's of course, you know, and uh, once again, a nod to how great Canada is. And it was just, it was really beautiful, very mountainous. Um, you know, the parks are gorgeous. I thought that the whole movie was photographed very well. I thought that the photography of the film was wonderful. I really thought it was great. And the acting in it was fantastic. I thought it was great. It wasn't, it really wasn't campy.
1: No, not at all. No, no, it is not your typical way to make a horror movie funny. In the 50s. Yeah, no, this was very well thought out, very subtle humor on things. You know, like, you know, not with the teeth, Tammy. Right. I mean, while we get that joke because we're perverts, like... (laughs) Other people might be just like, oh yeah, no, he just doesn't like when you know her teeth chatter. Her chatter like, it, right. Yeah, no, that's not what he's saying. But yeah, like the box head thud, mm-hmm. you know. My old man, really, he does not like any of the movies that we do. <laughs> you know, I force him to watch them sometimes with me, but I put he was cracking up like at the end of the movie. He was like, you know what? This is a phenomenal movie. Aaron did such a good job picking this. And I looked at it oh, and Oh, like, shit! This was my wreck! And he right? looked at me and he was like, What? what? Like, yeah, no. Well, I, I know. Your girlfriend's cool. Uh, right? Yeah. Hello? Come Shocker.
0: On. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when we were about to watch it, he's like, Suck just, it, let's. Talon! He goes... <laughs> about to watch it Pablo goes oh let's just get this over with yeah because he didn't know either yeah he was like he's like well you know it's Hillary's recommendation she's never steered us wrong before and she has good taste and for me I, I think that's a that's a good indicator that this is going to be a good movie and I was like okay let's watch it you know and and I just from the moment that it starts with the black and white propaganda movie and it and it starts to unfold and you start to realize what kind of film this is you know it really earns its money. You yeah, know? I mean for, for a movie that did terribly yeah. at the box office. Holy fuck, didn't even pass five hundred thousand. Yeah, no. It really is a cult classic in the truest sense of the word. It's great. It's one of those movies where you would be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show you, hey, have you seen Fido? Yeah. Like
1: uh when you were talking about uh you know Billy Conley got sober in the fucking eighties, like mind blowing. What that made me think of was, okay, you know, anybody that doesn't know, you know, I'm in recovery, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) However, there's like that, you know, question of just like, you know, what would it take for you to use again? And my answer is zombies Zombies attack. Yeah, right. It turns into Day of the Dead out there. Like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm fucking sure that, buddy. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. I am going down to my local neighborhood fucking spot, and it is done for me, man. I do not want to stay clean through that shit. I have zero interest in trying to apply spiritual principles when they're fucking zombies. I have zero skills to bring into zombie world, you know? I, I am overweight. I am out of shape. I smoke. Yeah, like, I bring, I'm not a good shot. Like, there's nothing for me there. So we, that's it. And every time I, you know, do step work and we get to that question, it is a full-on assault.
0: Is there something you think you cannot get through clean if it happens? And the answer is a zombie apocalypse. zombie
1: apocalypse. Every fucking time. And everybody that, you know, I tell that to just looks at me and they go, what? And I go, (laughs) My parents are already dead. I don't have biological children. You know, like, yes, I have my three stepkids. Love them dearly. Meh. Um, You know, but, like, I could make it through something happening to them. That might sound awful, but I'm okay with it. Uh, you know, I've lived without my old man. I could do it again. Like, all of those, you know, I could be jobless. I can be homeless. I can do all of that stuff. Zombies is a hard fuck no. <laughs>
0: So, well, so we've, we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've touched on all of the things. Although it's funny, as you said that about, like, I bring nothing to the table. I, and you're right. I mean,
1: Chris. You're right.
0: You don't. No, <laughs> you you and I both, though, like, I don't know anything about, I, I don't. I wouldn't know how to shoot somebody. I wouldn't know how to shoot a zombie. I, I really don't bring it. I don't cook. Yeah. <laughs> I d I, I wouldn't be like someone who's like, well, they're cooking for the team or or they're, you know, they're gonna take care of the army of people because they're gonna feed them. It's like, bitch, no. no. I don't do any of those things. So yeah. yeah, I bring I bring absolutely nothing to the table. Indeed, zombie apocalypse. I would probably grab a bottle of vodka, find a very cold spot in the woods, and just go night nights.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going into the woods because that's where the zombies
0: <laughs> are. You see the, the fault with your plan I, right <laughs> i'm not good yeah i'm not good yeah okay. all right so call beh- me behind the, <laughs> behind the scenes behind the scenes of this movie we have a lot of really cool shit like for instance billy Connolly was forced to shave his beard to be in this movie and was devastated by this because he felt like it really robbed him of his fucking personality, his words of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, it didn't though, Billy. You killed. Nope. It. Still gorgeous. Still, yeah. still fuckable. Absolutely. Like we said, it alive or dead, Billy Conley can get it. Um, Carrie Ann Moss was actually pregnant during the movie, and the reason that they wrote that storyline in was to um, explain right. her change in body.
1: Yep. No, I, that does make sense because it was subtle. Mm -hmm. you know and it did look real so yeah yeah yeah. right on
0: and this is a traditional canadian horror film there it really isn't much known director wise i think i I looked at a lot of his other credits and they seem to be mostly canadian so um nothing that anybody would recognize unless you were up on the canadian culture and like I said, it didn't do well at the box office at all. They really wanted it to, and it didn't. But it's become a cult classic. Uh, Billy Connolly really did want to do this movie specifically because of the acting challenge.
1: Oh, yeah, and nails it. I thought, yeah, I've I, I discussed how amazing he conveys everything that he needs to say you know, I've seen speeches where I go like, what the fuck did they just say? Like they said mm-hmm. nothing with a whole lot of words. And he says so much with no words.
0: Well done. Connolly That is a great way to end this. Okay. So next week we're going to do, do you want to do Lisa? Yeah. I love Lisa. All right. We're going to be doing Lisa, which is a fabulous 90s I'm not going to call it an erotic thriller because I'm going to go to hell for saying that. So um, we'll just call it a suspense thriller that takes place in the 90s starring Stacey Keenan. My Two Dads! From My Two Dads, yes. And and it's fabulous, and we're going to do that next week. So stay weird and scary. We are done. Where did you get that? You look great well thank you fellas I have got a way to keep in
1: style powder your face with sun put on a great big smile on smile Make up your eyes with laughter.